Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our worship service at the United Methodist Church, Westlake Village, on this Sunday, August 14th, 2022. We are so glad that you have decided to join us for worship. This is the day that the Lord has made. We are worshiping online and in person. Mass are recommended but not required. Let's just make a point to be courteous to our neighbor's sense of health safety. Some quick reminders. Uh, my wife is turning a major birthday this year, and we are just so excited. And so we are having flowers this morning to honor that and to help it go down a little easier as she uh, experiences it this week. Candy, thank you for the beautiful flowers. Manna and free meal drop-off is today at 3 o'clock. At 4 o'clock is the, uh, the last of the third part of the Bible study on Micah. Uh, we'll be following that up with a, uh, a film next week, so ta- uh, stay tuned to your announcements from the church. And the 28th of August will be our back-to-school date, the 28th, not the 21st. And we will have on that date the backpack blessings, uh, present Bibles to our third graders, as well as a party following worship uh, for the families to enjoy uh, getting better acquainted with uh, Pastor Christie again. We conclude our sermon series on focusing on hymns and how they communicate our faith this Sunday morning. We'll be looking at hymns that have to do with the end times. And so that's why reading from Revelation makes some sense. You'll hear a Revelation passage this morning at our scripture reading. I hope that you have enjoyed and feel that you have benefited from this series that has looked at how the hymns articulate and uh, give expression to our faith and actually teach us our faith. So let's center ourselves, take a deep breath, center on God's spirit, and begin worship. stand and join with me in our call to worship and remain standing for the hymn and the invocation. Too often we wonder what tomorrow might bring. Whatever it is, may it be infused with God's spirit. We worship God and trust that God's ways will prevail among us. Lord, help us partner with you to make this aspiration a reality.
Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us pray. Holy, universal, cosmic God, you are the author of life and all creation. May we dwell within your care and live within your purposes that we may find among your children as people of your love and grace. Amen. Pastor Christy here, and I'm so excited that Aurora has decided to come and join me this week on our very special Sunday. You know, things are in the air and they're changing, and I know for us adults it might be because it's pumpkin spice season, because you know, it's out there. But there's something else in the store that I have noticed that's becoming more and more. Have you noticed something? The school supplies. The school supplies. You are right. And today we went school supply shopping. And so I thought I would share with you, because just like you guys, I went back to school this year too. And so I thought I'd share with you what was in my backpack. Let us see. So first we get our heavy, handy dandy backpack. And I know that mine is not near as heavy as some of those junior high and high schoolers have to carry. But in my backpack, I have not just one, but two different kinds of computers so that I can take notes, so that I can do research. And you know, those computers will need chargers. So we have a charger so we can take care of things. And then of course we need our headphones so that we can hear what they're telling us if we're taking a test online. So what else do I have? I have my calendar that tells me where to go and what to do and what classes are next and how to study. I have my notebook to take notes. And then I've got something that I think each of you might want to carry, either in your heart through memorization or on your electronic devices or even a big old book or a little bitty one in your backpack. And that is the Word of God, our Bible. Because when we carry God's word in our heart, in all that we do, we know that God is guiding us. And so let us talk. If you haven't received a Bible yet or you want help memorizing a scripture, do you have any scriptures you've memorized? Um, so God so loved the world, he gave his only son. That's right, John three sixteen. That reminds us that God loves us so much. And I think that's really important. So as we go back to school, let us pray. Mighty God, thank you for this time of change, this time to go back to school together, to spend time with our friends and family, and this time to hear your word. Help us carry your word in our hearts and help us feel the Holy Spirit as she guides us in all that we do. And we ask this in Jesus' name. And all God's children say, Amen. Amen.
next time you see Aurora, you want to give her a hug and a thank you for being such a good sport. It, it seems that uh, Christy puts her, uh, her teenagers to work as often as she can to, to be a part of uh, her life. I think they enjoy it. From what I can tell, I think they enjoy it, but it's a, it's a pleasure for us, and I hope it is a pleasure for them that let, her, let them know that we appreciate their helping mom out in ministry. We also want to recognize this morning um, Simone and Midge who are, are helping us uh, chorally, they're, they're standing in with, I, I don't know, 24 hours notice about, just about a day's notice. Uh, Katie was going to be doing that for us, but she got COVID, as, as many people are here in these later days, stumbling finally into the disease. And so that, that changed things for us this morning. And so Simone and Midge, thank you very much for stepping forward and, and spending the energy to uh, try to get on top of uh, what we're trying to do here in worship. We're very thankful for you uh, helping us. All right, let us, uh, let's go to prayer. Holy God, we center ourselves upon your spirit in our midst and within ourselves. You walk with us each day, every moment, yet we do not notice often that you are there with us. So we take this time to clear our thoughts and to focus upon your presence. And we would ask that you would help us in our time of prayer to put to word or to put to thought those concerns that are in our hearts or minds or are troubling our souls. We begin with recognizing that we don't always live up to your aspirations as well as our own aspirations for ourselves. We ask your forgiveness and pray your grace would be upon us. Wash us clean and strengthen our resolve to walk better in our faith. We pray for those around us who are struggling with physical or, or mental health issues, with difficult relationships or uncertain employment, and other forms of, of disease or discomfort in their lives. This morning we think specifically of Kathy Drake and her husband Ken, Bill Nodoff and her and his wife Sandy, and Sally DeLong, all who are uh, struggling with the effects of cancer in their lives and in their families. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We lift up Bill Kahn, who is now in hospice care. 
be with him and his wife, Barbara, as they go through this transition. Oh, Lord, hear our prayers. We pray for the family and friends of Marge Music Wilson, who died near the end of July at 100 years old, who was a former member of our congregation. We pray for the family and friends of, of Dick Thomas, particularly Patricia Cordova, a shorter-term member of our congregation, beloved nonetheless, who passed just this last weekend. And we pray for the family and friends of Carmen Ramirez, county supervisor, who died Friday after being struck by a vehicle. To all these families and loved ones, we pray your comfort and your strength. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We pray for the Riveras, Mary Nolan and Evelyn Rogers as they continue to deal with their health challenges. And for little baby Era Seven Harrell as she moves through her prenatal care. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. For Cindy Facone, who has broken her foot. We pray for her healing and her comfort. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. For all those who are suffering from COVID, we think this morning of Katie Phillipson and Kathy Bordner. We pray that you might help them to heal well we pray for those who are giving care to them and to giving care to others in our community who are suffering this disease. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. And we continue in our prayers for our country with our gun violence killings and for those who are suffering from the war in Ukraine. We pray for this violence to stop. In your holy name we pray this. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We think of other people in situations as we lift up our private personal thoughts. Come into these lives, Lord God, in a powerful way that, that helps these folk know your support and your healing. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. 
and we think about those moments of joy that have been ours in this recent time. We think of, of Debbie Dilge as she celebrates her birthday. We're thankful for the good health that she has up to this time and pray for more love and joy as the years pass. We think of the Caneo Valley refugee team supporting two Afghan families in Granada Hills with groceries and furniture and household supplies. We think particularly of Manuel, who has been a big helper uh, in this current effort. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. And we pray for our church as we continue in our ministries through these times. We ask your help, Lord God, in maintaining our effectiveness and in growing our vitality. May the good we do be pleasing in your sight. All this we pray in your son's holy name, joining in the prayer he taught. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the glory forever. Amen. joy.
The scripture is from Revelation chapter 21, verse 1 through 5. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them. They will be his peoples, and God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more, for the first things have passed away. And the one who was seated on the throne said, See, I am making all things new. And he said, Write this, for these words are trustworthy and true. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Let's join in our prayer for illumination. May the words of my mouth and meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our hymns give voice to the faith that we experience, perhaps through our own personal visions or through the visions of holy men that are passed on, holy women that are expressed to us in different circumstances that seem the catcher. Perhaps we grow in our understanding of God, our understanding of ourselves, our understanding of our circumstances. We grow in having a peace with the course of life and perhaps a hope in where Life is unspooling towards in our lives. I hope through the, the hymns that we've highlighted these last weeks that you've gotten a greater appreciation for the value of hymns, besides maybe just in the fun of singing them or in the nice melody and that it soothes or arouses, but, but also in the lyrics, the, the words that have been put to those tunes and, and what they say to us reminding us, perhaps, actually, of what we believe. So we've looked at the three persons of the Trinity in our, in our study here, and we've looked at the nature of the church last week, and today we're looking at the eschaton. How is your eschaton? Nobody ever says that anymore. How's your eschaton? Well, if anybody ever asks you that, say, ah, I, I know what you're saying, and it's pretty good. It's your vision of the end times. It's your sense of how things will all come to completion. I want to begin without us singing or me reading, but us just listening. One of the, one of the really fun pieces of of scripture and hymnology is I will fly away. And I've, I've got a favorite uh, 
rendition of that by, by Steve Goodman. And, and Phil, if all goes well, is going to let us listen to it. So let's take it in. Phil? Celestial shore, singing. Long, you're gonna call my name. I'll be gone, gonna walk to heaven, chat with the father, and talk with the son, and tell them about the world that had just come from. I wanna look up David in the heat of the day, tune up the harp, and start to play. I to heaven, gonna sing and shout, and nobody there is gonna do. That, that's how I sound. That's how I sound until I wake up. And, and then it's a sad story. Maybe when I get to heaven and I cross that river and I greet, oh, David, I'm going to be playing like that. Maybe. We'll see. A little different feeling than what we usually have in church, though some of us may have been reared in an area in which that was church. That was... Uh, when people say, we're going to do church, that's what you meant. Our hymnal has a number of hymns that, that deal with our death or with death and the afterlife. And they come in different musical styles. We're going to look at some gospel renditions. So let's turn to page 703 where Swing Low, Sweet Chariot and... And let's sing verse 1.
chariot image is classic, the vehicle to heaven, uh, Elijah, right? Across the mighty Jordan to the promised land, that's an imagery that we, we hear very often. Shall we gather at the river? On Jordan's stormy banks I stand. We have many hymns in the hymnal out of this gospel tradition that use uh, the Jordan as the crossover to the, to the promised land of, of new life that John envisioned. In, in 704, Steal Away to Jesus, it's a, it's a great African-American spiritual, speaks about stealing away from here to God, fleeing slavery to freedom, hearing God's call to come home in the thunder, in the lightning. Let's sing hymn 706, soon and very soon. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the King. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the King. Soon and very soon. Soon we are going to see the King. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we are going to see the King. Joy, with great joy, we look forward to being with Jesus, especially if the circumstances of our life have been so oppressive and, and negative that there is a great promise of release and restoration for our bodies, for our souls, for our hearts, when we get to dwell finally in the love of God. Now, we have a, a number of hymns in the hymnal, of course, also that are very grand and classical in their manner. Let's sing hymn 702. We'll do verses 1 and 2.
endless theological imagery of, of moving through death into the, the resurrection community of believers who dwell eternally with God in God's presence. 709 is another classic in this vein. Let's sing verse 1. Just flip over a page to 711 for all the saints. We sing uh, that probably each time we have an all saints service, don't we? Uh, verses 1 and 4, let's enjoy that. more modern hymn that has uh, gotten a lot of people's attention and, and seems to be liked by a lot of folk, tries to explain the process of death and resurrection. It's uh, the Hymn of Promise. It's on page 707. It has resurrection imagery taken from, from nature in the first verse, and then in the, in the last verse gets to the point. In the first verse, in the bulb there is a flower, in the seed an apple tree, in cocoons a hidden promise, butterflies will, will soon be free. In the cold and snow of winter there is a spring that waits to be, unrevealed until its season, something God alone can see. Let's sing verse 3. Thank you. 
everything. There is a time, there is a season. Simone, thank you for choosing uh, Ecclesiastes as the foundation of your anthem for today. Uh, it fits right into our reflections. So however you might imagine what's going on, is it helpful to, to think about a butterfly or helpful to think about a, a planted bud or is it just really helpful to think straight on to the process of death and resurrection of the, of the human life? However it is, it comes, it comes down to this, that we're thinking that our soul has been, well, in Shakespeare's word, our soul has been released from the mortal coil of life and is now in its flight uh, back to God. And we can help with that airborne process of flight if, if we go down to the river and we pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, sisters, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. Oh, sisters, let's go down, down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the robe and crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, brothers, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. Come on, brothers, let's go down, down in the river to pray. Our hymnal also focuses on the return and the reign of our Lord in this time of eschaton, the consummation of God's kingdom with Jesus' return. These hymns tend more towards a, a gospel feel or a, a camp meeting kind of feel. In 719 on our hymnal, My Lord, what a morning, we read, My Lord, what a morning, you'll hear the trumpet sound, you'll hear the, the sinner moan, you'll hear... The Christian shout to wake the nations underground when the stars begin to fall. The second coming of our Lord will be amazing. It will be earth-rending, earth-shattering is the, is the feeling we get. So you want to be ready. You want to be ready for that moment, our, our hymns prompt us, to enter the proverbial and eternal city of God, to enter the new Jerusalem. Hymn 722 talks about how I want to be ready. We want to be ready. We want to be ready like John was ready. Revelations. How John was ready to enter the holy city. Yet this hymn, 722, cautions us and says, you know what? Be careful though. Be careful. Watch out for your faith. Don't get careless with it. You want to make sure that you are ready when that time comes so you don't miss it. Now, the same type of message, kind of message, is told in, in more classical settings of music with broader theological statements. And in many of our hymns, Christ is king and all the world shall bow at his feet. 
worship his name, and be healed in their ways with God. At the consummation of the kingdom, all will be well forever. Hymn 715, Rejoice, the Lord is King, speaks of Jesus' reign, seated above in heaven, ruling heaven and earth with the keys of life. Let's sing verses 1 and 4 of hymn 715. In him, lo, he comes with clouds descending. We get a more, more graphic presentation of Jesus' second coming. Lo, he comes with clouds descending, once for favored sinners slain. Thousands, thousands saints attending, swell the triumph of his train. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God appears on earth to reign. Every eye shall now behold him, robed in dreadful majesty. The dear tokens of his passion still his dazzling body bears. Yea, amen, let all adore thee, high on thy eternal throne. Savior, take the power and glory. Claim the kingdom for thine own. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Everlasting God, come down. In 720, wake, arise, for night is flying. That bridegroom uh, virgin imagery of Christ and his church is used. You, you might recall Jesus using a parable about that. Let's sing verse 3 of hymn 720. Thank you. 
And now these, these very classic versions of our end time faith. The next hymn is full of, of marvelous words of praise for Christ's reign. Glorious things of thee are spoken. It's hymn 731. We'll sing verse 1 and 4. And this next hymn wraps it all up with the great music to the great call to follow this Lord. It's hymn 733, Marching to Zion. Let's sing verses 1 and 4. like we're strolling. We're, we're strolling at a slow pace into heaven. Could you, could you speed it up? All right. And let's see if we can like run to heaven. All right.
Thank you. Thank you for letting me mess with you. My apologies. Here's a reading from our hymnal to, to wrap up our time. Treat it as a prayer. It's called the, the Canticle of Hope. We shall see a new heaven and earth, for the old will pass away. We shall see a new Jerusalem, the holy city descending from heaven. The city shall need no sun or moon, for God's glory will be its light, for God's lamb will be its lamp, and by its light the nations shall walk. We shall hear a loud voice from the throne, behold, God's dwelling is with mortals. Indeed, God will dwell with them, and they will be God's people. God shall wipe away all of our tears, and there shall be no more death. Mourning, crying, and pain shall cease, for all former things will pass away. We shall hear one speak from the throne. Behold, I make all things new. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Our Lord testifies to these things. Behold, I am coming soon. The grace of the Lord is with us. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Our August Mission of the Month is NAMI. Methodists are committed to creating abundant health, spiritual, physical, and mental well-being for all. Every year, 60 million Americans face the reality of living with mental illness, and as COVID has, um, has, its, has had its effects on this number. Through community collaboration and education, NAMI is able to advocate for a life of quality and dignity. As we have recently found out, 988 on your phone has officially been, uh, is now officially available nationwide for anyone experiencing a mental health crisis. We know that NAMI stands for National Alliance for Mental Health, but we also like to think of NAMI as standing for this negating stigma and recognizing it as an illness which deserves our compassion and support. Advocacy for providing help and crisis resources as well as legislation which protects those who are ill. Moving forward, gathering understanding and life skills through free education programs for families, friends, and those who are ill. And independence, the ability to live supported by their own efforts and contributions. 
We want to thank you for supporting, the, uh, for supporting NAMI through your donations. And now we would ask that you turn your attention to the video that has been prepared by NAMI for our information. Thank you very much. When my son started looking out the windows because he thought the neighbors were spying on us, and he was also thinking the house was bugged by the government, it was a really scary situation. I reached out to my family because I didn't know what to do, and they didn't know what to do either because no one in my family had gone through anything like this before. I found NAMI, and everything changed for us. For a long time, I believed my mental illness disqualified me from being healthy or happy way too long. NAMI Ventura County helped me believe in myself again. NAMI Ventura County has been educating, supporting, and advocating for people and families living with mental health challenges since 1981. One in four adults live with a mental health challenge. In Ventura County, that's approximately 162,856 adults. Mental illness does not discriminate and neither does NAMI. NAMI Ventura County's programs are not only fundamental for our community, but they're absolutely essential. They are critical that we have these programs in our county because NAMI's programs not only supports those suffering from mental illness, but they also wrap around the families that surround them. It is so critical that we have these programs because with these programs, NAMI is able to help people that are suffering from mental illness live fulfilling and happy lives. You don't stay at a nonprofit for over eight years, not unless it's because it's something you really, really wanna do. The reason that I have come to NAMI is, of course, I have a loved one that suffers with mental illness. The way that we um, reach out to the community is by um, educating, supporting, and advocating. All of our NAMI programs are free of charge. We do it because we are compassionate. was created just one year ago, right before the COVID-19 pandemic changed all our lives. While everyone's attention turned to the global crisis, NAMI Ventura County moved quickly to continue meeting the profound need for mental health education, support, and advocacy. response to the new stresses of the pandemic, we created and launched a whole new program designed to break down stigma and teach tools proven to promote mental wellness.
The impact of NAMI Ventura County's programs is overwhelming. Right now, one in three adults report experiencing anxiety or depression. As a community, we have the opportunity to come together to support our friends and family, our neighbors and coworkers, our schools and community organizations. I support NAMI Ventura County, and I hope you will too. You are now invited to share of your financial resources via the instructions that will appear momentarily on the screen to help support the ministries of Christ that happen throughout our congregation. If you are worshiping in person, you are invited to take advantage of the ushers who will be passing offering plates down to pews. Your generosity is needed to keep us going, to keep us doing the good we do. So give generously and be part of what happens in the people's lives through the congregation of the United Methodist Church of Westlake Village.
Holy God, we ask that you bless these gifts and those who give them, that our ministries in your Son's spirit might thrive, helping your kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. that this service has been a blessing to you all. Think of your life as, a, as an unfolding journey towards the promised land. Walk with God along the way and keep your eye on the goal. Loving God and neighbor will get you there. So don't take God's grace in vain. Be grateful and let love lead. Let the work of the Spirit and of one another make this a great day. Stay safe. Be healthy. Know that you are loved. Go in God's Spirit, seeking peace and justice, letting love lead. Be blessed by that spirit and be a blessing to others. Amen. Amen.